You're listening to The Daily American. Now here's your host, Dan the Man. We are back with The Daily American. Thanks for joining us today. Big shout out to all of our fans around the world. And this is not the voice that you're used to listening to right now. But you're going to hear it, I promise. We're going to we're going to reverse the roles today. We're going to we've got a special guest for you guys today. How about a big round of applause for the uh, the Daily American himself? I'm here. We're locked in. I'm actually in the the seat right now, man. This is a comfortable seat. At least the guests now have a good place to sit when they're coming in. How's it feel over there? It feels it feels d- decent. I mean, shout out to Malise, shit, D Rock, Corey, Brian, Dan, Dan, that the man. He's Dan the man as well. Everybody's the man. Today I'm people. Dan. Yeah, well, you're you Dan. are you are Dan the man today. <laughs> today I am the man, but you are Dan still. You're no, but seriously, Dan shout out to Malise, man. They've been with me from the beginning. A lot of people have supported me throughout uh, my endeavors, but let's kick this. Why don't you kick us off, Dan, with uh, where you were born and a bit about your childhood? All right. Yeah, Dan. So let's kick this off with uh, a little bit about your childhood, where you were born. You know what? Tell us about your uh, your early life. I was born in Bryn Mawr, PA, 1988, the 25th of August, and... You know, when I was born, I guess... Happy early birthday. Oh, what a great birthday. I was born healthy. My mom happened to work at Bryn Hospital as like a receptionist or, you know, whoever answered the phone, she was there. She was the voice. Yeah, she was holding it down. She held it down there for like 15 years, but... Here we are holding it down and our voices are holding it down. Yeah, tell a quick story. There was, uh, this was, this was the Daily American. This was not, um... I don't know what really happened, but I was like nine or eight or some shit. And my mom used to have to take me to work with her. I don't know where my dad was. He was probably at the local watering hole hammering the slot machines at Pat's in Kunchak. Uh, and anyhow, fucking we're there with my mom and we're just, you know, I'm just anyhow. The, the Her boss came in and she was like heavy set. And we're talking like, you know, we're not talking Yokozuma, but we're talking like. You know, she was heavy set, maybe like five, five, like 200. And I'm like eight or nine years old. And I, you know, she was really mean to my mom. She was like, why are you doing this or doing that or something like that? So I said, yo, you're a fat pig right to her face. While my mom's like there on the job. She said, Daniel, like, I can't believe you did that. Now, I don't know if that's why she left or because they put her on the three three to 11 shift afterwards. Oh, either I mean, way. That's... Yeah. I probably had something to do with it, Mom. I apologize. Do you but... take blame for that still? Nah, I don't. No, nah, it's just a story. Yeah. It's, it, yeah. It's just a story my mom happens to tell sometimes. But nah, I don't take it. My mom, she was a shit. She could get a job anywhere. Problem is, why, why is my mom working? Full time, and my dad was just chilling up, like kicking it at home, raising us. And by raising us, I mean with a 
we're talking a Sternheim. We're not talking, uh, you know, the belt here and there. He was we're keeping talk- you on track. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, we're talking about my oldest brother, you know, claiming child abuse and being emancipated at 16, 17. Oh the next one. I mean, I remember. What, can you just explain for some people that don't understand some people that had, you know, maybe a silver spoon. What does that, what does emancipate? What What does that mean? Emancipated means you're no longer um, the parents of your child. You're, you're emancipated to the public, to another house. And you actually went to live with um, the Kennedys. The which, Kennedys. Yeah, like the Kennedys. John F. Yeah. Kennedy? No, not John F. Kennedy. No, uh, different Kennedys. But unfortunately, well, JFK was assassinated. Well, yeah. Well, no, I mean, was it but the Kennedys I'm talking about, they're from Kanchaakin, and oh, okay. I'm good friends with. Uh, they had adopted, took under their wing. Are they the car dealership Kennedys? They are related, I think, but I'm not positive. There we go. It's a local, local business. A local. Well, yeah. I mean, business, whatever. But they raised my one buddy. And he turned out to be all right. I mean, he's got two beautiful children right now, and he's not all right. Let me get a let me let me not say that he's not all right. But I'm not all right either. You know what None I mean? Of us are all right. <laughs> yeah. But he's good to go. I mean, he's got two kids. I think he drives a Jaguar. He's got a great job. He's got the family thing going on. He's all right. Well, if it's a Jaguar, that is all right. Yeah, he's doing well. This one man, Josh. Shout out, Josh Kennedy. All right. Anyhow, so, so my brother happened. Yeah, my brother happened to live with that family as well, but only for like a year or so. But he only lived. He was only with my dad for like a she, like a sixty days or some shit. My dad beat him so bad he had to get the fuck out. Wait, you know, wait, wait. sixty days of life. Like, yeah, sixty days of life. Yeah, of living with my dad. From yeah, day one, day zero. As yeah, in, I'm born. yeah. He he lived with my dad's adopted parents for the majority of his life. So he was born, and then he didn't. It wasn't that he was a baby being emancipated. He was a he was older. How old was he when he was emancipated? sixteen, seventeen? 16? Yeah. Okay. okay. I have short term memory loss because I think you might have said that earlier. Yeah, but he was a grown folk. Okay, so he grew up with he was the old he was the oldest brother, and you said he grew up with step parents before that. No, he grew up with my, my dad's adopted parents. Adopted parents. So his grandparents, as he knows them, yeah. Okay, okay. And they were good people. Well, they were good people. Tell, us, nice tell us about them. Tell us about them. They were cool. I they, mean, I would go down been, there first. I mean, they didn't make me. Well, they kind of, right? I mean, they raised to... us a little bit, yeah. Is there genetics running through your veins or no? No. No? No, I don't have genetics of them. Nah, it was your oh, dad's. Yo, was, don't disrespect me ever like that again. <laughs> yeah, don't disrespect. Was, wait, hold on. We don't was, know where my genes are from. All right, well, you know, definitely not from Aeropostale. <laughs> I'll tell you that much. <laughs> so yeah, they're not from Aeropostale. <laughs> Nah, from the gap. Nah, there's not a chance they're from the gap, from Arapostel, Abercrombie and Bitch, any bullshit. <laughs> Profanity. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's, we're all humans. All right. So it was your brother, and he was emancipated. And then where were you? What was happening with you? 
I mean, I was like, where were you? Did, I was the youngest. You in, you I was the youngest brother. No, I wasn't emancipated. Were no. you smacticated? Yeah, I was smacticated. Everybody was smacticated in my household. But the bottom line is, you know, I hate to say this, but my oldest, my oldest brother, he only lived at the house for like sixty days. My brother Pat, that's the that's the Marine. Um, I look up to him. He's got a successful fucking business. I didn't help him at all. I'll say that on record. I did not help him at all, but he is. He is killing it. So, I mean, do you want to speak on that? Tell tell us about what he's up to. Yeah, I mean, he's... He he went through the worst with my dad. He was the one that took the brunt of it. Think about it. The oldest isn't there anymore. Now I got this other one, and he's a little bit more like... uh, he He grew up in the entire household since he was a little kid. The three of us did. Michael didn't. So, like, when Michael comes home when he's 16 and he gets put in, in camouflage fucking cargo pants and his ass whooped and tell him to, to, you know, get his ass to school, it's a little different and shaved his head on spot, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, my dad would shave our heads as well. Mm-hmm. But, like, it was different because we were used to it. Michael wasn't used like, to what, it. What did that feel like when, like, you just get your head shaved? Was it, like... Did it feel like it was like that? It felt like it haircut. felt like when I went in the army. It was like, oh, okay. So he was getting you ready. Yeah, he was getting. Yeah, he, yeah, he was preparing us for war, the ultimate war that's coming to the homeland. It's like a a, a blessing and a curse, almost a blessing in disguise. Yeah, just like how he how he raised us with no money, nothing. I mean, no, no, no trips, no lunch money. None of that fucking shit. No you want lunch money? money? You better go out and you better get it on your own if you want lunch money. Sounded like my father now. Yeah. Now we were on the free lunch program, and then we oh, got the like reduced that. lunch. Yeah, Dom, you fucking you had an in ground pool in fucking that seven bedroom house. You, you ain't getting the free you lunch know, program. I didn't get the free lunch. That's <laughs> for sure. And I didn't. I had to have like celery. My mom was like a dietitian. It was like, uh it was it was rough. Yeah, you're not getting the free lunch, Dom. No. Your parents had a way too much money to get the free lunch. And you know, I they they used it on celery. I had very basic lunches. You triggered a t- childhood memory for me. All right, we're going we're we're staying with Dan right now. Let's get back into Dan's life. All right. So, yeah, I mean, growing up, we had nothing. Not a pot to piss in, no baseball, no little league, and I'm an athlete. I would have been nice at baseball, football, I would have been nice at People could probably, like, you know, attest to this shit. I would have been nice at these sports, but I didn't have the... That's a privilege. How are you going to pay for the pads for the community league? I don't care if it's $100. I didn't have that shit. So, you know, I had a basketball, and I can hoop. Everybody everybody that knows me for a white guy, you know, I can hoop. He's cabin. No, I'm just kidding. He's a great hooper. (laughs) Who's cabin? (laughs) Who's cabin? No, no. Who is Kevin? Who's Kevin? No one's Kevin. Oh, sure. Kevin. <laughs> He's a hooper. He's actually in the Harlem Globe Trials. Yo, yo, can you, you guys can tell based off of my jersey that I can hoop? He's literally, I just caught him hooping. Well, well, right before we got. I don't mean to interrupt, but we have. Uh, we have another guest. 
my beautiful future wife, Bernadette, is here. It's getting romantic. I got here. super lucky. Hello. It's Kendall Jenner's. It's a better looking Kendall Jenner. Oh, hi. Nice to meet you. Oh, wow. That's dumb. Yeah. I feel nervous now. Yeah, I'd be nervous too. Oh my god. I get nervous around her. Somebody get some water. <laughs> Do you want to sit down? All right. Damn. You got Damn. a real just Oh my gosh. You can't do this. This is Dan the man now. Mid interview. Is this live? Oh, we're live. Listening they're right listening now? no and i'm listening no not right this second no they're not no, the second but they're me. he's going been to begging listen. me to go live i don't want to do it they're gonna be listening so just be ready yeah look at her look at i get Let's i get a astonished by her. oh wait no keep the mic on you i get Explain. so astonished tell us about her this is bernadette how do you spell that? Um, I'll explain her. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, <laughs> Yo. So basically, I was dating her for like a like five weeks. Yeah, it's not been that long. <laughs> Yo, I was dating her for five weeks. <laughs> The record this, is five weeks, everyone. Oh my god, I it's five five weeks under the belt, yo. I told everybody. Under five five weeks under I posted it on my social media. It's you know what? Go to his social media verify it. Oh my the Daily god. American underscore. And then she calls me one day, or we, we spoke the night before, and she was like, Oh, good night, you know. And I was like, Man, I, I said good night, burn. I may have called her Bernie. You called her Bernie. <laughs> Bernie. Bernie. <laughs> That's cute, though. You know, Bernie. Yo, hold on. Let me go back a couple of days. Just had the best dinner ever with her parents. They're like, dude, her dad. This was like the third meeting with her parents in five weeks. So how did you know. how did he do with your parents, Bernadette? Thumbs up, thumbs down. Oh, double thumbs up. Double thumbs up. Well, look really at that like mic him. go. They like him a lot. We've got a new voice here, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, her voice is crazy. I mean, I like it. I like it as well. But audience, take it easy over there. You know what I mean? Please take it easy. So anyhow, we were we were good. Five weeks in, I met her parents two or three times, and they loved me. And I'm going to sleep. And you were? Did you? You're going to sleep now? <laughs> Perfect timing. I was going to sleep. Uh, I was just going to sleep, and then you know, I said good night, Burn, Bernie. She said good night, Daniel. She called Daniel. me Daniel. Oh shoot! <laughs> yeah, shoot. So it was different. You know what I mean? I felt like it was different. Good night, Daniel. I go to sleep. I have you know, I I in and out of sleep all night. I wake up. Everything's good. I'm on my. I had to go into the office that day. I had to go to handle some bullshit, make deliveries and shit for customers because everybody was fucking shit up. Those, Anyhow, so I I packed my vehicle. Efforts. Yeah, I packed my vehicle. What were you driving? I got the warehouse guys asking me, "Yo, man, you really want to pack the Maserati with this shit?" I said, "Yo, oh, bro, it's the Maserati." Oh, yeah, my. I said, "I don't give a shit about this vehicle." 
It's just another vehicle, just like it's the truth. Absolutely. I care more about the packages than the vehicle. I care more about the warehouse guys than the manager. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's how I roll mm-hmm. as a human being. But anyhow, so I go ahead, I pull off, and then I get... I'm in the middle of a song. It was like Ed Sheeran. I was in love. <laughs> I was fuck. I was I was jamming Ed Sheeran, dude. And somebody somebody was ringing the that hotline. It was so bad. So yo, I thought it was gonna be good. Oh my god, it's I have her saved in my phone as beautiful Bernadette. Okay, okay. I spelled it wrong that night, and it's best suitable. It's best suitable, Bernadette. Best suitable for me as a human. That's good, you know. That's <laughs> yeah. what the, that's the contact that saved this best suitable Bernadette. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta love autocorrect. Yeah. Just shout out to, to Apple for their autocorrect. And they've blessed thousands of com- millions of conversations <laughs> and relationships with their yeah, corrections. Yeah, I'll give it to them. I'll give it to them. Thank God they're correcting Yo, us. Hats off. Hats off. off. Yeah. <laughs> we salute you guys. Yo, for real. So anyhow, I'm driving, dude. And I'm like, I'm not in the greatest mood, but I'm not in a bad mood. And then Best Suitable Bernie just <laughs> remixes your song. Up. And I'm like, great, this is going to be the best day of my life. <laughs> That's good. That's a really good song interruption feeling. Because normally, when I, if I'm hearing songs, I'm like, I need to, I'm in this vibe. Yeah, and but dude, not, not, if, you not if the out. girl you really like is FaceTiming you. It's almost like, it's like a double smile. I guess. Yeah, it's a double oh, yeah. smile. Yeah. So oh, yeah. she's FaceTiming, best suitable Bernadette. And, and it sounds like it. Yeah, and then she goes, hi, Dan. And I'm like, uh, I thought my name was Daniel. You had already accepted the new name that she had given us. You. Yeah. I thought I was like, fucking good. I thought I was already good, dude. She goes, hi, Dan. And You're I'm like, like, who uh, is Dan? I'm like, uh. I don't know him. Hello? Yeah. Do you still feel the same? <laughs> yeah. You, where's Daniel at? Where's that sexy end stage? Yeah. Uh, and then? And then? Uh, and then? And then? And then, and then. Like, uh, shit. She goes, well, I I wanted to tell you last night, but I thought I, I thought it was better to tell you today. Mark's back in town. <laughs> Oh. oh my god. Oh <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Mark <laughs> is back in town. And the best suitable Bernadette sounds like <laughs> bad news, Bernadette. No. Yeah, so I'm sitting there and I'm like, All uh, right. should I mark Mark? Shout was... out to Mark for for yeah, whatever. Mark. I don't know what's happening next, but I feel bad for Mark. Sounds like I mean she's here right now. I'm no expert, but dude, she was Mark. Mark has shout been, out to Mark for dropping the ball, dude. Mark and Bernadette were messaging for two months, two months, and then, dude, what happened? You don't want to hear about this shit. I mean, you this is me your episode. We're 19 minutes in now. Yeah, should, we, should we bring them back? No. Nah. 
Should no, we you want to know what happened to Mark. I mean, should we go over the limit? We're about to cross the line in eight, seven, six, five, oh four, gosh. three. Why is it going so fast? Two, one. We've crossed the mark. All right. So what'd she do? I mean, now that we've crossed it, I feel better. All right. So Mark, you know, he had his hopes so high, dude. She was messaging him for two months straight. Two months. And he was like, you know, I can't wait to come home. When I come home, everything's going to be different. Different. Can we just grab one dinner? Can we just go? Maybe one dinner will be okay. He was watching a lot of political races. He was taking notes. It's time for change. Yeah. Who was Mark? You got to answer that. Who was Mark? Who was Mark? Bernie. <laughs> Miss Bernie Kardashian. Yeah, you really look way better than Kendall Kardashian. Scale to one to a thousand, that's a thousand percent. This room got a lot brighter, I'll tell you that much, folks. Did you say something? Tell us about Mark. None of this is getting aired. Okay. Um, yeah, I... are lying. <laughs> I don't know Mark that well. I met him... One night when he was in Philly at a concert in June. Sparks flew. Sparks did fly. There Taylor was a lot Swift of alcohol played. involved. Oh, alcohol, alcohol. flew. Yeah. Um, alcohol sailed. And then he went home to Atlanta the next day. That's a party city. Let's just start off with that. Red flag. Atlanta. <laughs> Atlanta. See, Dom Smart. Red flag. I don't like to stereotype. I know everybody's good. Atlanta. Go to that airport. Ten minutes in. Is that Nelly from Atlanta? Nelly? Yes. Is he? Maybe. I would think it was the ATL. Jermaine Dupree, certainly from Atlanta. Respect to Jermaine Dupree. Drop down and get your eagle on, girl. But I'm not going to. I'll tell you what. That's a good one. I'm not going to date Jermaine Dupree. I'm going to put that on the record. I couldn't date him. He's, he's a player. He's a player. You're a player. I'm not a player. I'm a player. Dan's well, a player. I'm Dan's, a player. Yeah, I'm a player. It's getting spicy. I am here, a player. I'm, uh, Daniel is not. Daniel is not. Daniel is not. This a is what happens when you go Dan over 20 minutes on the Daily American. <laughs> <laughs> we are Yo, now. Right. We have so crossed. Right. We've crossed the mark. That was good. That was good. <laughs> She's right. Oh my god, what happened? I am a player. I just crush a lot. I don't know what's going on here, but it's okay. Alright, let's end this episode, dude. Alright, ladies and gentlemen. 22. 22 minutes in here. Dan the man. This is our third episode. I mean, I gave a little bit about my life. I'm I'm okay with that. You guys can keep listening if you want we to learn off. more. We're gonna I think we should come back to this. We left off end notes, mid childhood. Your brother, successful. Your your love flame right now, Mark. We all know. Yo, wait! Mark. All the seances are successful. That came out of this this seance household. All four of them. That's for damn sure. And shout out to all now, the seances. There's seances, other seances in country. I don't fucking know those guys. I tell good, people all the time. Good people, though. I don't know them. That's not the blood. It's not blood. We seance isn't our last name. 
we have a, a mentality about us that we're going to make it big time. All of us. It's already happened. I mean, my one brother, the oldest, is fucking 44. He's retired. That's incredible. Pat. I mean, that's my that's that's my best friend. Basically, he's about to retire. He's copping a Ferrari in uh, thirty days or less. He's gonna retire too. And then we got Matt, and then we got myself. Luckily, I have a little bit of time left in me. That's good. Thank God. I thank God for that. You know what I mean? Because you know, I'm no, I ain't praying for shit. I'm already successful compared to everybody else around me. That's good. I'm trying to be successful to a certain uh, another extent. Grateful. You know what I mean? Grateful for everything. Well, yeah, successful. Yeah, I guess we know. I should be more Jade humble. I should be more humble. No, we know. I we, we we we've covered how important faith is with you. Yeah, faith is key. How important is it to you? It's the most important to me, actually. If you want to boil it down, it's all we have as individuals. Anybody, you got nothing else. Some some say love lasts forever. Maybe don't look at fucking Bernadette. Don't look at her when I say that. Who's the- some. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Some will say that. Yeah, but some will say that love is the most important. Faith is the only thing that gets everybody by. Amen. Amen to that, brother. That's all I care about. Uh, honestly, even though I, I want I want everything in this world that, that it has to offer. I want Bernadette. I want the Lamborghini. I want it fucking all. Wait, I'm going to go after it all. But at the end of the day, none of it fucking matters. I promise you all that. None of it. None of it matters. Well, what happens? I have one question for you before we leave Go this ahead. episode. What happens when you die? I mean, when you pass away, I mean, there's so many different perspectives. I think personally, you know, I'm not going to say as a Hindu or anything like that. I believe in one God. The Hindus do as well. They believe in one God. I think there's one God for every religion. I think the fucking Islams believe in one in the same God that the Jews believe in. I think human beings came to this earth to fuck shit up, and that's what we've done. And we'll continue to do it. I do it as well. I'm not saying I'm not trying to be a hypocrite, but I honestly believe in all my heart that there is one God. One. Just one. Who no. Who no. I wish I could say the word in every different fucking language, but I can't. Ons. Ons. say. I can't. I'm sure it sounds something like that. There's one God, and he rules over the entire earth. And I do think sometimes that there are angels sometimes that are that are placed in people's pathways to guide them and get them where they need to be. Um, I agree. In human form, I I believe in that. Yeah. Oh, you just reminded me. But at the end of the day, you know, reincarnation seems real as fuck to me. I believe this as I was a little kid in the closet that I was staying in. I I don't think it excludes anything else that you believe. Well, yeah, I mean, reincarnation, one God. But here's the deal: you got to. There's got to be some sort of like uh, price you have to pay for the life you live on this earth, or it oh, yeah. doesn't make any. It doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't like, make any sense. You so if you got you, reborn as a worm because you didn't do it right. They're like you're gonna be a worm. Now. That could be me. I'm okay or with like, that. Uh, I'm like, cool with it. What's I'm something cool that with just it. has a heart? Mosquitoes. They have a horrible life. Can you think about it? They're like you're one. Like they get born, and they're like. <sighs> Mom, like, what do we eat? And they're like, you have to go find, see that monster, the giant human monster. 
you have to go drink its blood. They're like, are you fucking serious, mom? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I don't know if it comes down. To, I don't know if it. I don't I'd know be if, scared like, shitless. I don't know if insects and shit count, dude. I think maybe, I, I think they ha- have to have like some sort of maybe we don't know. They have to have like a. I don't know what gives what gives something like a spirit, a spine. Like a, a dog has a spirit. No, a dog has a spine. A cat has a spine. Cats have spines too. Your okay. cat's got soul. Let me tell you. Well, my cat's got the fucking ultimate soul. I think it's an ghost. This cat is a huh? trained. Bo's in here. Where is he? Bo. Another Yo, guest entering so the scary, show. Dude. There's a bow present. It's because it was raised with Bernadette and her ex. And we are look at Ghost. Ghost, Ghost, come here. We're going into come nine here. minutes of overtime. Go, I tell here. Ghost to come here and look at him, dude. Here he goes. Dude. <laughs> what do you know? Oh. <laughs> oh my god! Did you just flip your cat upside down? <laughs> he trusted you. <laughs> Did he? Ghost. I think that was an accident, but like, yo, ghost, get you. Oh, that was really. Whoa, look how scared he is. Look at that. What is that? Oh my god, it's a rat. Is that a? (laughs) It's a rat on fucking. We are in New York City. Bo's actually. Look at this little hamburger, Bobby. For any of our blind audience, I like him actually. Beautiful little. I like Bo. I like him a lot. He's actually pretty cool. He seems cute. He's just weird. He's looking at me. He's, he's ugly like, as fuck. He's like, you're not Dan the man. This is what your that's the face your viewers made. Oh when they my god, here goes Ghost, dude. It's, Yo, a, it's still, a party. He's still gonna Ghost. Do you at? think Ghost oh and Bo could like play with each other? Not. I mean, Bo's too scared. Could they? My buddy's dog loved Ghost. I mean, not even love him, but he would stand by. So so you're the cat person, Dan, and she's the dog person. Yeah. You know, normally the guy's the dog person. Well, normally the, the dog the isn't Ghost. The, the, here's the deal. Ghost is the dog, and Bo is a fucking rabbit. So are you a cat, an <laughs> undercover dog person with a cat? What do you mean? Do you identify as a dog or cat person? That's what it is. You're never going to... Listen, if you want to find out all the details about a daily American, you better keep fucking tuning in. All right. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you, guys. Everybody for coming today. I'll take care of this. I'm Dan the Man. It's been a pleasure to have you guys. Thanks to everybody around the world listening to us tonight. It's been real. We got to interview Dan the Legend or the real Dan the Man. I have become an imposter today. So thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>